Hear the word of our Lord from the Song of Solomon, chapter 8, beginning in the fifth verse. Who is that coming up from the wilderness, leaning on her beloved? Under the apple tree I awakened you, there your mother was in labor with you, there she who bore you was in labor. Set me as a seal upon your heart, as a seal upon your arm, for love is strong as death. Jealousy is fierce as the grave, its flashes are flashes of fire, the very flame of the Lord. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can floods drown it. If a man offered for love all the wealth of his house, he would be utterly despised. This is the word of our Lord. Thanks be to God. And welcome back to our Sex and Marriage series. My goodness was last week insane, so I do apologize that I missed a week, missed an upload there. We're trying to make it more consistent, guys, but every now and then you get a stinker week like last one where you're pulling so much work and you don't have too much to show for it in the moment. But I digress. We spent three installments talking about pornography. Two of them directed mostly at men, because we have to talk about how men are the primary consumers of pornography for now. We'll get to that. And we needed to give some advice to young men who are trying to break the chains of addiction to pornography, to be free from this mental castration that is inflicted on so many of us. But then we needed to address the fact that the vast majority of porn performers, porn stars, are women, and women doing so voluntarily, I might add. There are cases of trafficking, and by all means, that is inexcusable, but non-trafficked porn stars needed to be addressed because they're essentially afflicting sexual trauma on children by the millions, and they're doing it for money and attention and to get off on it. It's disgusting. This needed to be condemned because the church is refusing to truly warn women that doing this is evil. We needed to talk about that. But this week, I would say, we need to talk about how women are also consumers of pornography. In fact, historically, I would say women have been the prime consumers of pornography. What do I mean by that? Think about it this way. What's one of the best-selling books of all time? It's Fifty Shades of Grey. Worldwide, Fifty Shades of Grey has sold over 100 million copies. News flash, guys, it wasn't men buying that book to the tune of 100 million copies. That's ridiculous. Now, it's one thing to look at online porn where the average person may spend between 7 to 10 minutes looking at pornography and then masturbating, or whatever the habits are for people that are not uh, horribly addicted and spending several hours at a time. That's seven to ten minutes. But how long does it take to read Fifty Shades of Grey? 
that depends, but it has 514 pages in the paperback. So if somebody usually spends 7 to 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes watching pornography online, how does that compare to a woman who is willing to spend hours and hours and hours reading pornography? To the tune, by the way, um, I lowballed it, guys. It's 165 million copies of Fifty Shades of Grey sold, and that's just book one of the trilogy. Yes, there's a trilogy for Fifty Shades of Grey. This is not the only porn book to have been published and sought out and purchased by women. In fact, I would say the only reason it was this one particular book that sold so stinking well where a full 80th of the world's population read it was probably because it was so aggressively marketed as the spicy, salacious little thing that it was. Yes, it's trash writing. We all understand that. Yes, it's disgusting BDSM stuff. I get it. But most of these women here, following what they were told was a great little uh, porn book to read, they were reading other stuff. They were watching shows that implied a lot of stuff. Oh yes, it doesn't stop at books. It's also magazines. It's also shows. It's not men that made Bridgerton popular for the 15 minutes that it got of popularity out there on the internet. It was women. Women were the ones watching this show. Women were the ones that were enjoying and talking about the nastier, disgusting scenes in things like Game of Thrones. And, of course, statistics are being borne out that increasingly the percentage of women who are watching online pornography, the stuff where people get naked and perform sex acts, is bigger than it once was, a bigger slice of the pie chart. More women are watching pornography than before. We understand that. But this confuses people because what we have been taught growing up is either A, women don't do this, it's only bad men that make them do this, duh, or B, they're only doing it because they're being brainwashed into doing it by, of course, bad men running these companies or these publishing houses. Let's ignore the fact that the writers for a lot of this girl porn stuff are women. Let's ignore the fact that there are social incentives for women to make an educated decision to do porn or to watch porn, etc. and so forth. We have a societal conceit that women are more virtuous or more righteous than men, so we've put on these horse blinders that say they don't have sex drives until a man imposes one on them. Many women have wanted to go along with that outrageous lie because, socially speaking, in the West, purity is valued. Purity is a good thing. Which it's true. It really is. So if you look pure and you act pure, but on the down low you have these habits that maybe don't cross a certain line, you can still tell yourself that you are pure and thereby you deserve all the social perks that come from a social value for purity. 
as the sexual revolution marches on and less stock is put into purity, virginity, things like saving yourself for marriage, women are naturally gravitating towards feeling like, okay, I can just watch porn then. And it turns out, as everybody kind of knows but nobody wanted to admit, women are sexual creatures the same way that we men are. They have a sex drive comparable to ours, in fact, and it's not evil to admit that. And I know somebody will point out, well, the effects of testosterone increasing libido would mean that this is not true. I would wager that the effects of testosterone and the increased frequency of libido spiking means that the outlet for sexual desire is different in men than it is in women when they are not making love with their spouses. We had a society that promoted marriage and family. They said, here, marriage is your outlet for your sexual desires. Uh, the Bible says this is what you're supposed to do, so let's encourage that. Then the sexual revolution happens, and we first targeted men saying, no, man, just live for today. It's perfectly fine. You know, do your thing. Let your freak flag fly. And so men went first into that casting off the so-called shackles of mapurity culture. Now, more and more, as social stigma is taken away for, uh, well, loose living among women, women are saying, okay, I'm going to do the same thing the men were doing, because that's what they want to do. That is what their instinct is to do. Somebody with a normal sex drive does things that normal people with normal sex drives do. This fact troubles a lot of people in all spheres of society and all political persuasions. The feminist is troubled by this, well, A, because she's a woman and it's a look in the mirror when she sees these kinds of things happening, but also because the feminist wants to claim that women had their agency taken from them at some point by men and they are all victims while at the same time social conservatives agree with the feminists, saying, oh, no, 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 we have this purity culture, and women are supposed to be these amazing angels that don't do any of that nasty stuff unless an evil, wicked man does that to them or gets them into that. Nobody wants to say that women are just as much dirty, stinking, nasty, poor, miserable sinners as men but their expression of it is different, at least prima facie here in the year of our Lord 2023, than men's is. Even in pickup artist communities, there are so many arguments about how, like, hypergamy and everything is just this instinct in women, and are they even able to make decisions, or do they just fit whatever container they're in, like water. Water fitting the container. That's the shape of it, and society dictates that that's how women are going to be. No. Women are sinners just like men. We need to just see that. We need to face that truth and go, okay, where do we go from here? Well, if you're a Christian man with a Christian spouse, rejoice. You don't have to have this weird pressure on you and on your marriage 
for your wife to feel like she can't be having sex with you all the time because that makes her dirty and you shouldn't be this brutish guy that wants to have sex all the time and that's super bad or something. No, go do the deed. Enjoy it. Have fun. She wants it just as much as you do, bro. And on the other hand, we need to repent because we haven't been treating women like sinners. We've been treating them like people who are unfallen, the goddess in the house that never sins at all, that doesn't even think evil thoughts except maybe jealousy, maybe gossip, and of course, self-esteem problems or something. Those are, those are lady sins, and those are easy to deal with because we tell her how much Jesus values her. When we do that, we do a disservice to all women. We need to repent of that because they are sinners just like men, period, and that means they need to hear both law and gospel the same way men do. We haven't been honest with them. And what kind of person do you expect to come into society if they are raised on your perfect except when you sin by not realizing how perfect you are? You know, due to the sin of low self-esteem, this is really, really sad, but it's okay. And I know you did bad things, but that's just because other people made you do them. Come to Jesus because he's going to kiss away all of your boo-boos. That's what the church has been saying for a very long time now. I would say probably since the 1870s when the angel in the home motif showed up in the Church of England. It's bad. This is terrible. You're going to get a whole bunch of people that don't know what accountability is. Now I know somebody's going to say to me, Pastor, you're trying to do this weird egalitarian bit here. You're forgetting that men and women are different. I'm not forgetting that men and women most certainly are different. Not only biologically, but also ontologically and psychologically. Of course, they are different, and our habits differ one from another. But in case you haven't noticed, that hasn't stopped women from wanting sex, purchasing pornography, watching pornography on TV and on the internet, and engaging in all sorts of degenerate behavior the same way men have. Because when it comes to sex, both sexes want it. And we want it very badly. It's ingrained in both men and women, and we need to be honest about that. Because the sexual sin of pornography, yes, it will look different in men's habits from women's habits, still gonna be there. Still gonna be about approximately the same number of people watching it, reading it, or whatever, across both genders. There wouldn't be a sex toy industry if there were not customers ready to purchase it. So, where do we go from here, and why is this so important? Why am I talking about this? Because this is an address to all women, especially those who have been engaging in pornography consumption of various stripes. Stop it! You need to repent the same way a man needs to repent. Quit it. 
This is something reserved for you and your husband. And you can tell yourself that the nasty stuff that you're watching on TV or in movies is perfectly fine because it's not hardcore pornography. But I understand you would probably be the first to tell one of your friends to divorce her husband because she caught him masturbating to the Macy's underpants catalog. Quit it. You're just as guilty as the rest of men here. You need to repent of that because that is exciting in you sinful passions that is watching other people sin or seeing other people who have produced sinful things and you must say, I have sinned. This is something to stop because the effect and the intent of pornography is there to destroy you in a different way that it is meant to destroy men. Men are mentally and chemically castrated by pornography use. Erectile dysfunction is a massive problem among porn addicts, and it destroys marriages. We know this. However, your relationships as a woman can be ruined by girl porn that tells you unless this man is the perfect 10 out of 10, amazing Adonis figure, you don't want anything to do with him. There have been plenty of times when a marriage has a frigid wife. She does not want to approach her husband sexually, and she rejects his advances. And the usual question on everybody's mind is, what is he doing wrong? How can he fix this? But if you have your nose buried in Western books... You know, Louis L'Amour, something with Fabio on the cover, and your husband does not match up to the guys you're reading about in these books? Mmm, maybe that's the frigid wife's fault, not her husband's fault. That's a refusal to accept him because he's not like the fictional characters you like to read and fantasize about. And we know women are getting higher and higher standards out there in the dating world where they want a guy who has his own house, has his own job, is willing to take care of kids that are not his, that has two cars, is willing to buy her jewelry and spoil her, and he's got to be super fit, and he has to have all the stuff, all the boxes checked. Where are you getting these ideas to hold such high, super high standards? Well, from the media you're consuming, and a lot of that is pornography. We need to admit that. And you need to go to confession. These are sins for which Christ died. And the discontentedness that happens when a woman is watching this stuff, reading this stuff, and feeling like she's morally justified just because she's not watching people have sex on a screen, it's destroying a ton of relationships. You need to be honest with that, and I want women who are engaged in this to repent. Now, a woman might respond to me, I don't know how to stop. Because I am unhappy with my life as it is now. This man that I am with, this husband of mine, is not measuring up. Or I don't have a husband and I want to fantasize with these fictional portrayals or real portrayals or just outright porn of these men out there. 
I feel like I need this for that connection. Well, A, no, you don't, especially if you're already married. You need to be grateful for the husband that you have. And the more you get away from that stuff, from the pornography, and the more you go to him, the more you're going to love the man. Get the influence out of your ears that's whispering to you saying, he's not good enough. He's a bad man. Blah, 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 blah. And second, if you're single, this is your cue, just like any man who has these sexual urges, to go out and find a spouse. Now I recognize there's also the physical aspect, which I would say, listen to my advice for the men on quitting something that feels good and is physically addictive. You're going to have to rip that porn monkey off your back the same way a man is going to have to. And I would also advise getting rid of any sex toys that you have because, look, you don't need them and that's only going to make it more addictive. But I digress. If we can be real and get both men and women off of pornography, then we are going to see a lot more men and women getting married. We're going to see family formation. We are going to see things get better in society overall, just as a whole. But while men are getting that message every single day, women who have the same problem just showing up a little bit different most of the time need to be told this as well or else we're never going to move forward. Because in case anybody hasn't noticed, the more porn there is in a society, the less sex people are having. And, well, the church needs to be the most pro-sex institution on the planet. Anyway, next week we will continue on with a much more wholesome topic. I think I'm done talking about porn for now. <laughs> but we will catch you all then. Until then, our Lord bless you and keep you. Amen and amen.